Hello, everybody. This is Joseph P. Farrell with News and Views from the Nefarium on Thursday, August 17th, 2017. Um, I am not going to be commenting on the Charlottesville incidents. I think there's still a lot of information still coming in about that. And besides, everybody else is. So I'm going to do something completely different. Uh, because in the wake of the Charlottesville uh, attacks, whatever you want to call them, uh, there has been other developing news that's kind of dropped off the radar. And one of them, very, very interesting story that was reported at uh, the Duran news site. It's an article by Alexander Mercurius. It just appeared about 20 hours ago. And it's very, very important. I'm going to be reading most of this article to you because it's very short, but I think it's very important. And then I want to um, pass along some further observations about it because there's been a very serious uh, foreign policy development now regarding Korea and Europe, all right, North Korea and Europe. The title of the article is Breaking, so in other words, it's a breaking story. Germany sides with China and Russia and supports China peace plan. Very, very important here, folks, and let me read most of this article. In fact, I'm only going to be skipping one paragraph. The last paragraph to me is indicative of the kind of uh, news bias that we have, and it's very misleading as to what is going on in terms of long-term foreign policy. Here we go. Quote, in a telephone conversation with Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi, German Foreign Minister Zygmar Gabriel reportedly backs China's proposal for a double freeze of North Korean ballistic missile and nuclear weapons test in return for a cessation of U.S. military exercises in South Korea. The Chinese foreign ministry is claiming that German foreign minister Zygmar Gabriel is backing China's proposal for a double freeze as a route out of the Korean crisis. China's double freeze proposal requires North Korea to freeze its ballistic missile and nuclear weapons program in return for the U.S. freezing the military exercises it routinely carries out on the Korean peninsula with South Korea. Once the double freeze is in place, China proposes that North Korea and the U.S. begin direct talks as a way of achieving a peace treaty, which would bring the Korean War to a formal end and the complete denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula. The U.S. has rejected China's double freeze proposal. North Korea also says it has rejected it, but has regularly hinted that it would reconsider if the U.S. were to signal that it would accept it. The obstacle to implementation of China's double freeze proposal, therefore, appears to lie in Washington. Russia, China's key geostrategic ally, strongly backs China's double freeze proposal, which is therefore often spoken of as a joint Chinese-Russian proposal, although in reality, it originates in Beijing. However, if Germany is really backing China's double freeze proposal, then it would be the first major U.S. ally to do so. Gabriel is supposed to have signaled Germany's support for China's double freeze proposal in a telephone conversation with the Chinese foreign minister, Wang Yi. Uh, Russia Today has provided a translation of the Chinese text of the readout of the conversation as provided by the Chinese foreign ministry. 
According to this, Gabriel's comments to Wang Yi were as follows, quote, Germany understands and endorses the Double Freeze Initiative and is willing to continue to work with Beijing to promote a peaceful settlement of the Democratic uh, Republic of Korea's nuclear issue. Germany appreciates the important role China plays in tackling the nuclear issue on the Korean Peninsula. That Germany would support, this is now back to the article, that Germany would support the Chinese double freeze proposal is not intrinsically unlikely. <laughs> really? Go figure. Though German Chancellor Angela Merkel is often considered a staunch Atlanticist, she has been a strong supporter of close political and economic ties between Germany and China. In addition, German public opinion has shown increasing signs of alarm at the belligerent rhetoric which has recently been coming out of Washington and with parliamentary elections due in Germany this September. It is not intrinsically unlikely that both wings of the German governing coalition, Angela Merkel's uh, Christian Democratic Union and the uh, Social uh, Democratic Party of which Sigmar Gabriel was recently the leader, might wish to give a public show of support to peace initiatives apparently intended to end the crisis which is causing alarm in Germany. Now, last paragraph here, listen to this one. Though Chancellor Merkel has sought to avoid another such public clash with Washington, with U.S.-German relations under strain ever since Donald Trump became president, that's it, there you see, blame it on Trump, there will be a concern that the same thing does not happen again, and this will increase the pressure on the U.S. to look for a diplomatic solution. Now, folks, I've been saying for years and years that the break between Berlin and Washington has been growing. It has nothing to do with Donald Trump. It has everything to do with the Russian sanctions, uh, the failure of American policy, the regime change stunts that were tried in the Ukraine, which uh, have backfired tremendously, obviously, and the sanctions themselves imposing some strain on the German economy. Um, this, I think, is something that's been going on for a long time, although I think it's being used quite, quite definitely by Merkel's government as a kind of crisis of opportunity, not only to solidify German popular support of her uh, ruling coalition and to continue in power after these elections. A year ago, her chances didn't look so good. Now they look very, very good because uh, you don't change horses in the middle of a major tension such as this. So I think this is partly why the uh, Merkel government is ratcheting up the rhetoric, so to speak, uh, in order to reassure a, a, a another term in power. However, I don't think you're going to see the government of Germany changing in any significant degree its rhetoric. If anything, I think the relationship now that is emerging, that I've been predicting would emerge for years and years. Remember, several years ago, Chancellor and Merkel took her, basically her entire federal cabinet on a trip to China to negotiate some business deals. Now, I think you're going to see an increase of this tilt to the east, and I think it's, it's been inevitable. It's been coming for a very long time. Europe is not happy with not only the sanctions, but the unilateral way that Washington has been imposing these. Most recently, the Congress did this, not President Trump, although he did sign them into law. The Congress did this, and 
did so in such a way that the sanctions would punish any country's companies that were still de doing business with Russia. In other words, Europe, okay, and largely Germany. So I've been arguing for, for quite a long time, as those of you who follow this website know, that there may be some sort of quiet and covert economic war that's been going on between Washington and Berlin for quite some time. Um, I think when you add up all the evidence that this is quite true. Now, there's another story that's emerged this week. You can go out and look online, uh, do a little research. I might, in fact, be blogging about this aspect of, of the Korean situation in the coming week. I have not yet uh, done my weekly sort through all of the email articles that people have been seeing me, but I've been noticing some of these articles and have read a couple. Uh, North Korea is richer in resources than we have been led to believe. So this might also be part of the problem, I suspect it really is, that there are resources there that the Western financial oligarchs want to get their hands on. And of course, if they know about it, the Chinese and Russians know about it. So there's, there's that to bear in mind. There's another story kind of lurking in the background here. And I think the real story is the West wants to keep those resources out of China's and Russia's hands. Now, there's yet another story about uh, to bear in mind about all of this, and that's South Korea. Because you'll recall that South Korea, a few years back, had some elections and actually made on its own independent volition, uh, in other words, not acting as a vassal state to the United States, made uh, direct overtures to North Korea to sit down and negotiate, and North Korea was, was willing to do this. And I think, again, this is yet another failure of American foreign policy because America went back in, basically overturned the results of those elections. That was an election issue in South Korea at the time and forced South Korea to back off of those attempts. Now, quietly in the background, of course, you had Japan saying, yes, go ahead and do this. So that brings us to Japan. Japan is, of course, the other major player here that's kind of off to the sides, but looking very definitely. And, of course, they've made some very strong signals to North Korea uh, about the, the nuclear program and the missile tests. And I want everybody to recall several years ago when the previous leader of North Korea was firing missiles off over Japan, there was that brief statement. It appeared once on the news and then disappeared that, you know, North Korea was playing with fire. Japan could arm itself with nuclear weapons to the teeth uh, and in a heartbeat if, if it wanted to. In other words, Japan, as I've been saying all along, Japan is a turn-the-screw nuclear power, uh, just like Germany. So you've got all of these things here lurking in the background. Uh, I don't think that this is just because Trump is president. This is a situation that has been brewing much, much longer than the advent of Donald Trump on the scene, although I do think that Angela Merkel quite clearly is capitalizing on uh, his presidency on the recent round of sanctions. This is yet more evidence that unipolarism is not working, guys. You might want to try and change your game. Because eventually, if you keep playing this game, you're going to force Europe out of uh, the American system of alliances and into the hands of Russia and China, and that is bad. 
especially at a time that the Middle East is unstable and the American economy is not looking too great either. All right, so there's a lot to consider here. Um, regardless, I, I do want to emphasize that regardless of what the U.S. does now, I think the damage, at least as far as Germany has, is concerned, has been done. I suspect you are going to see in the coming weeks and years, you're going to see much more German uh, and Chinese and Russian economic cooperation and development. Uh, I think you're going, one aspect of this that you're already seeing and have seen in this last year is the exchange of German technology and involvement in the space projects with the other two nations because this is an absolutely essential requirement to developing the uh, One Belt, One Road initiative that China's been pushing in recent years. They need also a stable space-based financial clearing platform and they need to be able, here comes that key crunch, they need to be able to protect those assets. You need control of space to make sure that your ground infrastructure cannot be interdicted. That's key and crucial. And you're going to see more uh, joint space initiatives now between Europe, Edom as Germany, basically, and Russia and China in order to develop that aspect of the, of, of the program. So lots going on. Uh, as I said, I might be blogging this week. I have not done my final uh, sort through the articles. But there have been some interesting articles. You can go out there and research them yourself about the alleged uh, resources in North Korea that also are perhaps part of the behind-the-scenes story of what's going on here. So lots to consider, folks. It's going to be a bumpy year, obviously. So I want to wish you and yours every, every good thing, uh, every protection, and we'll see you on the flip side. Bye-bye, and God bless everybody.